You are now listening to the Heroes for Sale podcast. Whether you are a new collector or a seasoned pro, on a daily basis, I cover topics to help you grow your hobby knowledge and strategies to make you money in the market. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Heroes for Sale podcast. My name is Adam. I am your host. So on today's episode, I don't, you know, there wasn't really too much news. Like with the NBA being back, that's obviously great news. The NHL being back, that's great news. It looks like the MLB is kind of straightening the course a little bit. Um, I mean, I guess it is sort of news that the that Aaron Judge is looking like he's he's gonna break the <laughs> break the home run record for in a sixty game season. He's just been absolutely on fire. He's hit, I think it was. Five straight games with a home run, and then last night I think he had two home runs for the uh, for the Yankees against the Red Sox. Which, eh, you know, I I don't know if I talked about this on the podcast or not, but it was about the um, the expanded playoffs for the MLB. So, you know, the MLB obviously wants to try since they had no season at all. Like this is this is their season right now. Obviously, they want to try and recoup some of the revenue. But in typical MLB fashion, they're going to try and do it all at once and not even care about what the future looks like. Um, because this season, the 60 games, if they had just kept the playoffs, like they are, they've already expanded the playoffs, first of all. They already expanded from like four teams to, or well, four teams in each division to five teams. Like they added another team a couple years ago. Now they're adding more teams. So, like, I was thinking the Red Sox had a decent chance, which in my head, I. I knew how bad they were. Like they lost, they lost three. They lost three. Their three best pitchers. They lost Chris Sale from an injury, um, Eduardo Rodriguez, who looked like he wasn't going to start at the beginning of the season. Now he's out for the whole season with he. He has some issues. He had got the he got Corona, and now he's got some more issues based off of getting the Corona, which is super unfortunate. I hope he get well gets well soon. And then they traded David Price, who was their third best pitcher. You know, it could be argued that him and Nathan Evaldi are kind of uh, mix and match there. Who who is number three and who's number four? And then they traded bets, but still the Red Sox had a decent enough roster where you look at it and you say, well, they could if they go five hundred, they can make the playoffs. I, you know, I don't think that I don't think they're going to now. I think they're I think they're tanking. Like I don't know for whatever reason. I think they are. They're literally. You know, what I think is happening is I think Haim Bloom. No, I don't think they're actually they're hanking, but the pitching that they're throwing out there is, like, horrifically bad. Now, if I had to make a prediction, what I think they're doing is Haim Bloom is their new GM. He's, like, he was the GM for the Rays, I believe, and he's, like, a, he's like a Yale guy, so he's, like, big into, like, numbers. And if I had to guess what I think he's doing, I think he is probably... He's probably trying to sort of build he's he's trying to build a new roster like he's trying to build a roster out of players that are already on the team like he's trying to figure out a way to get some high draft picks because they need it because their farm system is not the best like it's probably actually one of the worst farm systems i don't know if it's if it's officially ranked but i'd say it's got to be terrible and and the fact that the fact that they didn't get Dustin May or Gavin Lux in the Mookie Betts trade is like it's that's unforgivable if you are a Red Sox fan. How do you not you're trading the 
best player that has played for the Red Sox in this generation, next to David Ortiz and maybe Pedro Martinez, you could put and Manny, I guess you could put those three and then but I would say Mookie overall is he he doesn't have the moments that all those other players have, but he's definitely the best. He's the third best player in the league. He's like I think he's second best in WAR in the in his career based off of with everybody else. He's like ridiculous, and they didn't get I don't know you know whatever. I'm not even whatever. Cancel the Red Sox season. It's over. You wrap it up. Like they're just they're just can't, they're not even trying this year. Fine, whatever. But Aaron Judge, so. You know, I think the one thing with Aaron Judge that for a while, which was strange, and this and this is maybe looking back at, mm, I yeah, I was I guess it was a mistake that I had um, back in, hmm, I don't even know when it would have been. I guess it would have been last year. I bought a a Aaron Judge rookie PSA ten for like twenty dollars. Um, I think I bought. I might have bought it with. A, a discount coupon, maybe I forget if I did or not, but either way, I sold the card, um, and this was like kind of when I hadn't really sold too much stuff, so it wasn't like I I didn't calculate fees and everything. So when it all came down to it, I bought and sold an Aaron Judge, and I made five cents profit. Which, granted, I put that post out there, and then Gary V commented on it, which was pretty cool. So you know. I would say the the experience of making five cents and then having Gary V comment on the post actually was worth it. Uh, but looking back, I sold the card for like twenty five bucks or something like that. And you're looking at it now, and it's in the like high. It's above a hundred dollars for a PSA ten now. And I think the one thing that I get, you know, I guess this was the narrative was that he, since he was an older prospect, like he was a rookie when he was 24, I believe. And that was in 2017. So now this is his third year in the league. So he's probably, I guess he would be 27. He may, you know, actually, I'm not 100% sure, but he wasn't. Hold on. I'm going to look up his age right now. See if I see if I can see if it loads. Aaron Judge. I, I, you know, I think he was 23 or 24 when he was a rookie, similar to Pete Alonzo. And I am wondering, you know, do, like I'd be interested if you want to tweet me at Heroes for Sale. Uh, I would be interested to see what people think of these types of prospects who are a little bit older and within baseball, at least. Because, you know, to be honest, if you look at a prospect that's a little bit older, you know, maybe that's putting the player in a bit of a better position to succeed throughout their career. Where if they are, you know, nineteen, twenty when they're coming up, coming up into the league, like, do you think that a player that's coming up that's older? Because I feel like we don't see it as often, so there's not as much of a um, there's not as much track record, I guess, for prospects who are a little bit older to come into the league. So, like. Just, I mean, basically the two main examples that I can think of recently are Pete Alonzo, Pete Alonzo and Aaron Judge are essentially the two prospects, or not prospects, they're the two rookies that 2017 and then 2019 that are were a little bit older that, you know, I guess they may, maybe they spent more time in college and maybe they had some injury history, so that's why they didn't, they weren't in the majors at 20. 21, or they just stayed in school. Like, I'm pretty sure, like, Pete Alonzo, I think he played at Florida, and I think Aaron Judge played at South Carolina, if I'm not mistaken. I may be wrong about that, but 
they they played more in college and then they came up to the majors and you know home and the, and they just now they broke they both broke the ho- rookie home run record in their rookie years like judge broke it in 2017 and then Pete Alonso broke it last year in 2019 now Aaron Judge is coming out this season and is absolutely tearing the cover off of the ball which for the Yankees I do have a gripe I do have a gripe about the MLB. How did the MLB let Derek Jeter, Derek Jeter, the Yankee legend who then became the part owner and president or whatever of the Marlins, how did the MLB let Derek Jeter trade Giancarlo Stanton to the Yankees? Like, what? How does that? How? Like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, how is that allowed? That's, that's it's so ridiculous. Because now, now you look at the Marlins, and they're just absolutely garbage. Like, all the good players that were there when, before, before Jeter was there, they're all gone. D.D. DeGord, or, um, actually, wait, is, is, um, D. Gordon gone? Yeah, I think D. Gordon is now on the Mariners. Uh, Yelich is gone. Young, John Carlos Stanton's gone. Uh, Ozuna is gone. Like, they're all gone. And, they're not all, they're not all Jeter moves, but like the the Jeter move to the to from Giancarlo Stan to the Yankees is just the most ridiculous. That's the most absurd thing that a league has ever let something happen in the league. That's the most absurd thing that a league has ever let let happen, I guess. But either way, so the Yankees, you know, it seems like for a while they've been trying to build this roster to the point of where they are now, where they were just going out and getting, like, younger-ish, like, middle-age free agents that were, like, maybe a little bit past their prime, but were still, like, very above-average players. And now they have uh, Glaber Torres and they have Judge, who are second and third year, fourth year in the league. Now they, And then they went out and got Garrett Cole. So, I mean, I don't know. The Yankees are going to be a tough team to beat this year, if I'm going to be completely honest. But, sorry, so back to the, the prospect aspect of Judge. So... He's not really a prospect anymore, I guess. But you look at that 2017 class, and it kind of makes you think: is like the the three years is that's is that when players really come into their own? Because if you look at the 2017 class, it's got Aaron Judge, it's got uh, Cody Bellinger, it's got um, uh, Alex Bregman. Uh, those are probably the three biggest names from that class. You know, obviously there's Andrew Benatendi, who actually has been playing pretty bad this year. Uh, there's Moncada, who is definitely he hasn't really panned out as that number one prospect that everyone expected him to be. He was in he was in the Chris Sale trade, so that was huge. But those 2017 rookies, like, is that third year or fourth year? Uh, 2017, 2018, 2019. So this is their this would be their fourth year for some of these players. So like, does that is that like a What's the word I'm looking for? Like, um, not track record, but like a, a milestone. Like at what point, like for, cause if you, then if you look at 20, I don't know. I just think since 2018 and since judge came into the league, prospects have been more popular than they were. And it could honestly just be that I'm paying more attention. Uh, but I feel like prospects have become more popular over the past few years. And like these younger players have, gotten their names out kind of into the spotlight and maybe that maybe it's the fact that they even played better like for example like Acuna last year almost went 40-40 so like that's that's a big deal like that's you know there aren't many players in the league's history that have done that and Acuna almost did it in his second third 
third season. So, you know, maybe it's a third year. Maybe it, it's got to, it probably varies for different prospects. But I think going into this year, you know, I think it, you look at a lot of those 2017 cards, they were all, I mean, baseball across the board. So I'm not exactly sure where baseball's popularity kind of went up because, like, you could have bought a Cody Bellinger PSA 10 last offseason for, like, 70 bucks for the 2017 rookie. Same with Mookie Betts. I mean, you could have been buying Aaron Judge for $40 a couple months ago. Like, across the board, it feels like maybe some of the bigger-name players, their cards have gone up in price. And, you know, I'm not 100% sure where or why that happened because it seemed like it seemed like they totally botched the negotiations to get this season started. Like, realistically, they should have started the season in July. Like, if they had started the season in July, they would be, like, about a quarter of the way through, but they would have already had a, they would have had a month of games when no one else was playing. That would have been so huge for the MLB, but, like, you know, obviously in MLB fashion, they're not... It's strange because they're not... They, th- they don't think... They think they do think short term, and they don't at the same time. Like they don't think short term when it comes to, or they do think short term when it comes to these playoffs, and they're trying to make all the money back this season for some of these teams and all the TV revenue. But then they don't think short term when it comes to they could have been playing in July and been the only sport on TV. Like, what are we? What 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 are we doing here? Like, I understand they made the deal in July, but like they could have been the only league, and and it's it's frustrating because. I feel like there's so much potential. There's so many good players that are young in the league now that it feels like we almost are we almost have like another round of like superstars that are going to be kind of coming into the conversation in the fold in these next few years and it feels like if they don't figure out how to fix the marketing or fix the league itself that it's almost going to go to waste because in 10 years from now, the league like almost feels like it's not going to be around because no one's going to care about it. Now, if you listen to Trevor Bauer, he has a like a media company where he talks about it, and he's very, he's very open about his criticisms with this type of stuff. So I would suggest if you're interested in anybody else kind of talking about it that you check him out because he, the, the pitcher for the Reds, he, like, talk, like he had an interview where he talked about like Steph Curry and, like, Steph Curry throwing a bounce pass, and it has, like, 2 million views on, like, Instagram and on Twitter, like, right away. But the MLB, and this was something that I, I, I put it out to tweet about this. Like, when I feel like they're the main, one of the main reasons why that's a thing is because with the, with basketball, and the reason that maybe a viral basketball, or a basketball play is more viral than a baseball play is because... There's more there's more possibilities of different outcomes where with baseball it's like if you if a player is hitting a ball it's either a long home run or it's like uh you're like there's like four to five different outcomes of every single play from a baseball play. So it's either they make it they make a diving catch or they make like a catch in the outfield where they're running and they dive or they they steal the ball from hitting a home run or if it's like a grounder they're making like a nice double play where they're like kind of scooping it and then they're hit, getting a double play or they're going in the hole and they're throwing it or like there's some sort of you know there's only like when you see a baseball highlight you you can almost predict fairly certainly what the highlight is going to be where with basketball I feel like the the mystique of watching the play 
is is more there than it is with the MLB. Now, there's really I don't think there's any way they can fix that because that's just the sport in general. Like, so I don't know if that's or, I don't yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I don't think there's a really a way that you can fix that. But it feels like if they they need to figure out a way to maybe they need to figure out a way to market the players differently. And I I've, I've always, you know, this is the stance I've always had. Like they always are they I don't think they're doing it correctly. Whatever. But I don't know. So I mean, that's that's basically all I've got for today's episode. Uh, I want to thank everyone for listening. If you want to go leave a review on iTunes, that would be phenomenal. If you want to go follow on Twitter, Instagram, or TikTok, it's Heroes for Sale. Thank you all for listening, and I'll see you in the next one.